So I still That's look at that guy. I still look at that guy and no, the other way. I still look at that guy in that picture and I'm kind of like, wow, Jake is going to look like that guy in like 20 years. And Seth will never look like that guy. 20 years. That's like 30 years from now for him. Yeah, but the yeah. thing is, he looks relaxed and happy. And you haven't been relaxed and happy since that picture. That's right. Well, that that I was that was my first year of business of running the business. I was happy and relaxed. And relaxed. And, and relaxed. had my wife and kids. Oh, that's now my day every day. Anyway, so, <laughs> so here that's we are. My J-Day profile. Yeah, so that's Seth. I'm Sean. Seth and Sean Sports Radio. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter. You can catch us here every week. Uh, our Twitter handles are below, so feel free to uh, oh, I, check I guess us. I should actually make my Twitter. Below. No, no, no. I'm going to put uh, – no, I have – dude, I have taken care of it. There it is, right on the bottom, scroll line. You can find Seth at SKNs and myself at SU Lawyer 2001 And – so before I'm we get on, before Jake's like talking about today. This is today? awesome. Yeah. <laughs> today. Practice? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I want you to say, Jake, I want you to say, playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about playoffs? Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the new Jim Mora over there. So anyway, we're going to talk about... Go with TC, I'll see you in an hour, okay? We're going to talk about our NBA Top 50, but before we do that, that I have, dude, I've been on the road for two and a half weeks, and so somewhere they decided that it would be a good idea to have a Super League in, in EPL. And talk me, talk me off the ledge here because I don't understand, nor do I really care. Other than it's, it's, the, ruin like of, it's the ruin of it's the ruin of soccer. Give me two seconds, Jakey. And, and nobody can decide whether this is a good or bad thing. Well, no, it's an awful decision. Well, it's okay. Then, then let me phrase it differently. Nobody can decide whether in this league or out of this league. Because it seems like everybody decided this very much reminds me of Greg Piano being hired. And, and, and sorry, my son, sorry, my son is losing his mind. Was um, it Penn State or Tennessee? This is like Greg Ciano being hired, and then all of a sudden there's all that kickback. Oh, wait, 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 we really didn't mean it. We're, we don't want to belong to this league. This league really isn't that good, and we don't want it. But we're not really sure. So tell me what's going on here. Okay, so the gist, this has been talked about for a couple of years where you have the haves, quote-unquote, of the five major leagues, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, and England. Um, we're going to leave their respective champion – get rid of the Champions League, which is kind of the European club championship and have this super division of teams. So that way they have no, you know, that, if that, if this has been talked about for a while and it never was taken seriously until about six months ago where Man U and Liverpool, people found out that Man U and Liverpool um, are, were, were kind of talking about this. So what happened was last week, 12, supposedly 15 teams, um, were, which are the, 
which were going to jump off and kind of create their own league, their own super league, which would okay, mean. Okay. Hold on. But when you say super league, are you saying that? So right now there are multi divisions within the EPL. So is this just another division in the EPL or would this be totally separate from everything else? This would be separate from everything else because literally what you would have, that, that's part of the argument is you would have, instead of the Champions League, because what happens is, okay, by the way, Derek Chauvin was just convicted of second degree murder on the George Floyd trial. So breaking, for those of you- Breaking news right here. Here you go. I got C- I got my top 50 on one screen, us on one screen and CNN on the other, which is not normal. No. Um, and third degree murder. Now they're about to do the final charge. Okay, so um, what the idea is, when you're in the English league, the whole point is you they have relegation and promotion. Sure. And we have the bottom three go down, the top three go up. And the whole goal is to make the top four of the Premier League, which is which allows you automatic entry into the Champions League. Okay. And that's where there's an enormous money that goes there. What this was going to do is, and this is around Europe, different promotional standards based on different teams, different leagues. But what it does is it gave everybody the opportunity to go to be in the super club league, which in Champions League is the best soccer in the world. It's better than the World Cup. It's better than any of the, the leagues. It's better than the Olympics. It's what had been decided was you were going to have these. 15 teams, six from the UK, uh, Arsenal, Liverpool, Tottenham, Man U, Man City, uh, Chelsea. Three from Spain, Atletico Madrid, Real Madrid, Barcelona. Three from Italy, Juventus, I believe AC Milan and Roma. I may be off on one of them. Two from Germany, Borussia Dortmund and uh, Bayern Munich, and from France, PSG. And they were going to have their own Super League, which was going to be underwritten by J.P. Morgan. And they were going to get about four, I think it was like $4 billion. The problem is, once you have that Super League, everything else is irrelevant for all intents and purposes. So Champions League doesn't matter. The Premier League, for all intents and purposes, is moot. Because you're going to have these teams are going to be splitting $4 billion. They can spend as much money as they want on wages. It's never going to be competitive again. It's it's borderline not competitive now. Can you equate that to basically the Power Five conferences in college football? It's the, it's the closest we have, but it's the closest we have for all intents and purposes. Um, it's actually a pretty good comparison. Thank you. But you're welcome. You, I'm impressed you brought up college football. It doesn't happen yeah. too often. No. But you, even in there, you have, there's always some hope of a Boise State or a, it was TCU 10 years ago. Um, with, with, you know, there was, there's no hope on any of these. And the problem is, it's not like these are the 15 best teams in Europe either. Arsenal hasn't been a top five team in five years. Cottingham has never won a title. Um, you know, you only – there's team – Chelsea didn't make this Champions League – I mean, may not make a Champions League this year. 
Liverpool may not make the Champions League this year from just qualifying standpoint, as opposed mm-hmm. to being, you know, the whole point is comp- what makes sports great and what makes the tournament great is competitive, like the NCAA tournament great, is competitiveness. And that on any given time, you can have a Villanova, a Butler in the UK, a Leicester City, in France, one year, Monaco. You can have these teams rise and win titles and make this would pretty much exclude all that. So what's happened is you have had the player now there's also there's the ownership issue, meaning you have UEFA who runs the Champions League. And there's a there's an argument that they may, if this goes through, players who play on these teams may not be allowed to play on their Olympic team or on their World Cup team. There's a lot of moving parts to this. And because of that, this is probably going to fail. Well, um, you know, I, there was news today that teams are already pulling out. That's what I'm saying. The, the 15 teams that they wanted, three of them didn't join. Three of them voted against it. PSG, which was considered – PSG has more money than all of them. That was considered the linchpin of all this, which surprises me because it's the weakest league by far. Um, PSG and the two German teams, Dortmund and Munich, both went against it. There were protests all over the UK yesterday, and Chelsea and Man City have dropped out. The chairman of Man U is resigning. It doesn't look like it's going to go through. So this really is Greg Schiano of 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 soccer. It's, it's, it's we did, we're go, we're going to do it. But wait a second, there's too much backlash, so we're not going to do it. And we're going to try and save face in doing it. Exactly. I mean, that is my hope. I love what now what UEFA came up with was an expansion of the Champions League, which for more games, which I'm not really sure changes anything one way or the other. Champions League is fine how is it how it is. Similar to how I thought the NCAA tournament was fine at 64. But they want pretty much what what they want is the argument for the Super League is in Champions League, you know, you may have Barcelona playing Spartak, you know, Dynamo Moscow or the head of the team that won the Israeli League because there's 36 teams that are allowed in it. And they're saying they don't draw any money based off. Of it. Who cares? I'm not arguing that point. What I'm saying is all these teams, you have to understand, Sean, all these teams are piss broke. They, these are of these 12 teams that I believe I believe they're more than a billion two in debt right now. They got wiped out by COVID. Yeah. So they are trying, this is their way to financial. It's why did, why did Maryland go to the big 10 when it made absolutely no freaking sense? We were broke. So what's happening is the big Real Madrid, the president of Real Madrid has been the one really pushing this because they are, they have nothing. And the point being is, would you rather see them play Real Madrid, play Man City, or would you rather see them play, I don't know, you know, Porto or Sporting Lisbon? And the reality is, I would rather see, if they were playing on a one game, would I rather see them play Man City? Sure. But if they were playing them every year in a, in a league, it loses, it loses its, its, its panage anyway. I'd rather see them play the upstart teams. Yeah, this is interleague play at its finest. In the first three years, it would be a huge draw. And then after and then it, it would be the exact same thing as every other game. Exactly. You have nothing to look forward to. Yeah. And the problem, it, and that's the reality, is it, it's not the players don't want it. Understand, the players don't want it. 
the managers don't want it. The only people who want it are really, it seems like the U.S. owners of these teams because they're not soccer fans by nature. They're businessmen. John Henry for Liverpool. Malcolm um, Blazer. Malcolm Blazer for, for Man U. Exactly. Hey, you're surprised I knew that. No, he owns the Bucks, or he owned the Bucks. So I'm not. I'm not that surprised. So, but um, so it's been a really. I mean, usually Jose Marino being fired from a, from a, as a coach would be one of the bigger. Apparently, I'm, my wife is calling timeout. What? Apparently, I don't know who Jose Marino is. So that's well, definitely that's why you're not a soccer fan. Hold on. A right. Second. Agreed. Agreed. So. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. Remember, next week is our NFL draft preview, and we should probably put that on the scroll here. So next week is our draft preview, and we don't know what time that will be on Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on my flight. Uh, I'm going to have to go back out to Arizona. Right now I'm in Dallas uh, on my cross-country trip, but we'll do that. And following this soccer uh, a little bit more discussion on soccer. We'll get to our NBA top 50 and the replacements. Seth, I'll tell you the replacements were harder than the ads trying to find people to drop off. And I will tell you, I did not, sp I spent about a half hour on this. I did not spend a lot of time, but when you're only trying to drop off basically 13 names, but 13 of the top 50 of all time, that's not an easy drop. I spent a lot more time on it um, between preparing for the show. I was on Gary Aid's show this morning at 10 uh, on uh, this morning. I was on a radio show. So I kind of did a little bit of prep for that. And while I was watching TV last night, I kind of put this list together. I had trouble with it. So um, did you go one through 50 or did you, uh, I don't remember if we decided we were going one through 50. Okay. Oh yeah. I did one through 50. Okay. I did not, but I'm sure I can manage my one through 50. That's okay. not hard. So, first, who did you drop off the top fifty? So, okay. who, give me, give me, give me one name, and I'll say if I agree, then you, then I'll give you a name. How many did you drop? I don't know the total number that I dropped. All I did is I put the ESPN list. For, and for those of you, and I apologize if that if you brought it up before while Carly came in the talk. So we based this off the nineteen ninety six top fifty. ESPN, ESPN's top 50 of all time, um, which was you now 25 years ago now. So what I did was I listed the names and I put yes next to them, yes, no, or maybe. Um, so, and then I kind of put some replacements who I put in next to the no's and maybe's and some of them I took it kept and some of them I didn't. So my first one was Tiny Archibald. He was replaced. I have him replaced as well. Um, so I'll check that off. I have uh, – look, it pains me that I have two Knicks on this on this list, but I do. Dave DeBusher goes off. Dave DeBusher actually stayed on mine. Okay. I And let me explain why. I have a hard time – and th this permeates throughout the list. Unless you have superhuman qualities or have won four or five championships – if you are not the best player on your team, it is really hard for me to give you, and you are not one of the best teams of all time. It's hard for you to be a top 50 player in my mind. So Dave DeBusher was never the best player on his team. 
He had Willis Reed. He had Walt Frazier. He had Earl Monroe. Not just at one point or another, those three guys were all the top player on their teams. But DeBusher was never the top player on his team. And he wasn't. I, that's not all time. I used a different thought process with DeBusher. And he's the only one I used it for on this list. Okay. The way that I understand DeBusher, and look, DeBusher was in the 60s and early 70s, was before our time from watching. Sure. DeBusher, everyone has said to a man, if they could have one player on a team for one game, number one, not everyone has, this is what has been said. I read this. Number one was Michael Jordan. Number two is Dave DeBusher. Okay. If you are considered that much of a clutch player with the stats that you had and the player that you were, he's not high on the list, but he made he stayed he he made the bottom ten. Okay, that was enough so, for me. All right, so who was your next guy that you took off? I'm going in. I'm just going in. Paul Arizon. So I had I had him. I as took a him out. He was my last drop. Actually. So I had him as a maybe because I don't know enough about him. I had to him as a maybe as well. To drop him off, he he played way before our time, and I mean, Arizon played in 1950 to 52 or the 62. He won a championship. He had 16,000 points. And just to put that in perspective, uh, Barkley had 23, so he had about the same amount of points, NBA points, as Rick Barry. That now Rick Barry has ABA as well. But he had just about the same amount of points as Rick Barry, so I didn't put him on there because I just don't know enough about him. Yeah, so, that's fair. I had it. He was one of my last two or three that I kept. Next, okay. Next. So, next one again. Uh, it pains me. I took off Earl Monroe. I had Earl Monroe number forty-nine. <laughs> so we're 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 about there. I mean, and and again, he was the he was the first truly dynamic player again you know again i also kind of input the influence and he was he was more influential than a lot of the people who are still on my list so i will tell you he, it was between him and frazier and i kept frazier and left monroe frazier's and, much higher on my list than and i i could go either way but frazier's the high frazier's the highest nick i have okay yes yeah, well if you, margin. Well, you i believe you underrate patrick ewing and he's on my, he made my list. I know, but I think you underrate Patrick Ewing, and you yourself believe he's an overrated player. I do. So I believe you underrate him. That sure. that's fine. That's that's my own. Okay, who else you got? Uh, George Gervin. No, maybe, I have Gervin on. I have Gervin on here. I he was my honorable mention. So I have Gervin on here because much the same way as you said, some of this has to be how they affected the game. Gervin affected the game. Gervin was Julius Irving number two, right? I mean. Uh, not in a different kind of way. He had the same smoothness that, that Irving had in the, in the ABA. Yes. Um, but Gervin couldn't do anything other than score. And the man, look, the man could finger roll. But <laughs> he, he was a great scorer. I, I I have about five to ten people I had an honorable mention. He was I had him in the in that in that. Okay, game. all right. So who else you got out? Uh, Dave Bing. Was yeah, out. that was that was my Syracuse. I was yeah, like, he's, he's at, I got him out too, and I was kind of like, what am I doing? I have Pete Maravich out. 
because Pete was, to me, Maravich was a college dynamo who just barely, he, he was a good scorer, but he was just a scorer. That's all. I mean, he yeah. made flamboyant passes, but as many turnovers as he did, he, he's but that, that kind of goes with the point of you. Ha- I, I I didn't have him on either. Um, okay. He was an amazing college player, but we're not taking college into account here. Correct. And he played on. He led really bad teams until he played yeah. with the Celtics a little bit at the end. Um, I didn't think I, he wasn't really a consideration for me. As much yep. fun a player to watch as maybe you'll ever find, and maybe right. the precursor for a guy like a Steve Nash, but not a top fifty. Well, I was thinking a precursor for Jason Williams. There. Um, okay, next, uh, Dave Cowens. Yep, he was number one on my list out. Cowens is in my honorable mention out. I think Cowens was overrated. I think Cowens as a Celtic was an overrated player. I think he gets a lot of credit for that Celtics team. And he, he was the did- best player on those Celtics teams. Or he was the second best player. Second best. Halvacek was definitely the best. Yeah. Yep. And Havlicek was way up on my list. Okay. How about how about Kevin McHale? I go back and forth with McHale and Parrish. Both of them. Uh, McHale made mine, Parrish didn't. Okay. I, and I could go either way. I could go McHale or Parrish. Yeah, I, there's not a consideration. Parrish was nowhere near as good a player as Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale had the best post-up game in the history of the NBA. That's true. Um, he... He he was you know again he was a sixth man a lot of it but that was just that was more because there's the Celt- there's the greatest Celtics teams of greatest teams of all time on some of those some of them um, I had I have him in my in my I have him at thirty nine okay Parrish didn't even make my honorable mention Parrish was a very good center who is the beneficiary of having three Hall of Famers on the starting lineup with him I don't disagree with you with that at all yeah. okay. Next for me, uh, Billy Cunningham. He was out. Yeah, I have him he, out as well. Very nice player. Very good coach. He's just not a top 50 player 25 years later. How about Nate Thurman? Honorable mention didn't make it. I had, so, it, was so he's out him, well. it was between him and Dwight Howard as my last center, and I went with Dwight Howard. You see, I don't have Howard in here at all. Okay. Howard, Howard is my 10th center. Um, Hal Greer. I took out Hal Greer. I, I think there have just been better guards that have come along. He was a very good scorer. He was a good defender. He was kind of the, he was kind of the Mitch Richmond esque of his uh, of his era. Like would score the twenty to twenty three points a game, but there was nothing. Never did it. Was not a was a top fifty player at a certain point, but was not someone who I would consider twenty five years later. Okay, that's fair. Um, all right. I have Sam Jones. Yeah, Sam Jones. I have Sam Jones out as well. Okay. Um, very good player, but you can only have so many Celtics, and he was never the set first or second best player on his team. Yep. I actually, I actually had Elvin Hayes out. Um, Elvin, Hayes, Elvin Hayes to me, great score. Never played on any good teams. Never led any teams anywhere. He, he his peak from a from a impact standpoint was at the University of Houston when they beat UCLA in 68. Um, you know, again, part of it, his fault, part of it, bad teams, but so be it. Okay. Uh, Bill Sharman. 
Bill Sharman didn't. Bill Sharman was a was a very good player and a good coach with a very good player. He was Bob Cousy's um, backcourt mate, but didn't make it for me. Um, I had I took out Willis Reed. Yeah, I I couldn't take Willis out. <laughs> I couldn't. So you have, yeah, so you have four. You have four Knicks in the top in the final fit in your final fifty. I have Ewing. Hold on. Ewing, Frazier. Oh, you don't have Ewing, Monroe. Ewing, Frazier. Yeah, I don't have Monroe or DeBusher. Yep, okay. three. So nice. I have – and so I was going back and forth on a couple of these guys. Um, Jerry Lucas, I went back and forth on. I took him out. I, I don't know enough about him, but I have him on my out list. De, DeBusher was a better player. I, I took him out. Um, I took out, I, I, I took out Wes Unsold. And then my hardest decision to make. Oh, was, I had him. I had Unsold in. Okay. I had Drexler out. <laughs> I know. I'm not, even, I'm not even dignifying that with a response. I did that just for you, my friend. I know you I did. did. I know you did. Um, for those of you who don't know, Drexler is one of my three favorite players of all time. And, and I am very against people. Nobody played better with dribbling with his head down than Clyde Drexler. <laughs> Except me. No, you didn't. You and I, your shot. By the way, I got one more guy, and I'm not sure how you feel. Bill Walton's out. Bill Walton was what I was going to say. Bill Walton was my actual, my number 51. The problem with Walton is Walton in his prime is a top 15 player of all time. His problem is his prime was two and a half years. And, you know, it's the Terrell Davis argument. You can argue that he's a Hall of Famer, which he is. You can't argue he's an all-time great when you play five years. And he really was only in his prime for three or four. Now, there were a couple more that I dropped or that um, I dropped Wendy Wilkins. Okay. I dropped James Worthy. And I dropped one more. Oh, no, I actually kept him Dolph Shays. So that was about twelve. It was about twelve or thirteen people I dropped. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen people I dropped. Okay. So, so let's. So who'd you? So who'd you add? And we probably added probably the same people. guys, right? Except for Dwight Howard, we added the right. same people. So I got Iverson. Yep. Steve Nash. Yep. Jason Kidd? Yep. Kevin Durant? Yep. LeBron? Yep. Kobe? Yep. Duncan? Yep. Garnett? Yep. Dirk? Yep. Curry? Yep. Gary Payton? Yep. Chris Paul? Yep. Dwayne Wade? Yep. Alex English? No. Yes. No. Not even yes. a consideration. Oh, and I have one more, and I have uh, I have Kawhi. Sorry. Yeah, I have Kawhi. I actually have two more, but when I I'll do my list of fifty. Yeah. I'll just I'll, I'll put them there. Okay. So, yeah, Alex English was not even a consideration. Oh, you see, see, I I I have mad props for Alex English. Why? He was a great scorer. He did. What else did he do? And he's a crossing guard. Twenty-two. Oh, 
22, six and three and a half. All Chris NBA. Three, yeah. Six, 5.5 rebounds, 3.6 assists. Three-time All-NBA. Three All yeah. You realize, you realize, except for the assists, he's, he's got just the same numbers as your boy Clyde, right? He's, a, he's got 1.5 more points. He's got better field goal percentage. He's got a little bit less on the three-pointers. When was Alex English – we're talking late seventies. I guess he made the, the All NBA team in the late seventies, would be my guess, right? Yeah, he he's thirteenth all time and eighteenth all time in points. Yeah. I'm not saying. Look, I'm not saying he's a top. Wait a minute, Alex English. Alex English didn't make the top the top fifty the first for the first time. He doesn't need to. No, what for I'm saying is we're adding twenty five more years worth of players. He, now, Alex English was a very nice player. That those Denver teams were a lot of fun with him and yep. Issel. But if he wasn't good enough to make the first 50, the first, the first, why would he be good enough okay. to make it? Right. Right. So you're telling me that sometimes people don't make mistakes? I don't think that was a mistake. Okay. I think you have I think you have 50 people, whatever it is, whatever number of ESPN people, put a list together of, the, mm -hmm. of and these are the NBA quote unquote, these are the NBA experts, the all-time greats that know the sport. They didn't include him on the list 25 years from now. And you're saying with 15 more additions, you're adding him in? Yep. Oh, I think you're batshit. Oh, that's okay. you think that all I think, I think I think this is an anti-Drexler move. I think, I, I think that's the point. It okay. might be. It might so be. Here's, here's my I'll do this, I'll do this in stages of 10. Okay. So here, here is my first 10. Okay. Michael, LeBron, Bill, Russell, three, Kareem, four, Magic, five, Bird, six, Wilt, seven, Duncan, eight, West, nine, Kobe, ten. Okay. Any comments, thoughts? West, nine. That's, a, that's an interesting where he is. Because I have him above Kobe? No, you have him above Elgin. I do. Well, and that's why I said it's an interesting place where he is. Because, yes, West was a great player, no doubt. West was probably, what, top three shooting guards of all time? Him, Kobe, and Michael? I have him as number two, but yes. Okay, well, okay. Him, Kobe, and Michael would be the top three if you're going Most to likely. name, yeah. right? Yeah. Elgin, and and granted, we're we're learning a lot. Uh, we remember a lot more about Elgin as he's fresh in our minds based on his passing. Yeah. But Elgin was the best player in the league when he was playing. Elgin was great. I don't have him very far behind. Well, and that's why I said I, I, I you asked me, is that the reason? Because he's in front of somebody else. I said, no, he's in front of Elgin. Like I put the two of them together just in history, and I would put Elgin over West. That's not the look, you could have the number eleven. It's and, arbitrary. You know, it's arbitrary. No, 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 I yeah, get we're it. Talking, we're talking no, two. Saying, is there anything earth shattering that's a That's not no, a shot. No, yeah. no. 
No, the earth-shattering thing is if we don't get to Elgin until 35, and then we start talking about this. No, Elgin's in, Elgin's in my next 10. Yeah. So. Well, that's what I said. So nothing earth-shattering there. Okay. Yeah. All right. So 11, Durant. 12. I'm Durant's not higher. Durant, I, Durant and Kobe. The, the only Durant and Kobe was kind of a flip. Um, the only reason I don't have I don't have Durant over Kobe is I think Durant was a better player, but Kobe did lead them to titles. Durant has never really led a team his team to a title. Where um, is Bird? I'm sorry. Where did you have Bird? Six. Does Durant have the ability to get to Bird? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. They're they're the two best threes again, depending where you put LeBron, how you're how you're. Well, I told position. you. I think I think I think the closest thing to Larry Bird in today's it's NBA is, is Durant, and he makes he doesn't need to be the focus, but he can be the focus, and he is definitely the best player on his team. I don't care if you want to say. Oh no, James I understand Martin, it. He is I the best. Player. But Bird was Bird ushered in Bird and Magic ushered in an era. Revolutionized Agreed. basketball. Yep. Durant and Bird was now there are different things. They were both great shooters. It doesn't matter who's better. It's it's a different era. Right. Bird was the best shooter of his era. Durant's one of the best shooters of his era. Mm -hmm. They're both great rebounders. Durant's a better defensive player. Bird's a better passer. It's not like there's an earth. You're talking again, top three of their position of all time. No, and I get that, and that's why I asked. Do you think there's a possibility he could get two? I think he'd have to win. I think he would have to win two titles with Brooklyn. Would be my guess. Which is certainly possible, and certainly within your your uh, I don't know heaven. <laughs> I mean, we bought a title. I mean, it, it, like I'll root for it. But hey, whoa, whoa. we bought a title. Your Yankees have been buying titles for decades. No, they haven't bought one. In, they haven't bought one in nine years now. No, I said four decades. I didn't say within a decade. <laughs> so, all right. So I got Durant at eleven. Okay. I have Oscar at twelve. Mm -hmm. I have Elijah one at thirteen. I have Elgin at fourteen. I have Curry at fifteen. I have Nowitzki at sixteen. Irving at seventeen. Moses and Malone at eighteen, and Shaquille at nineteen. Okay, so I know you love Moses. I know you love what he does. No, no, no. I I am actually surprised Curry is that high. Um, I wouldn't put him that high. I, if you want to say his impact on basketball, certainly he's in the top twenty of all time because nobody shoots a twenty footer because of Stephen Curry. Like it's, what his impact over the last twenty years is absurd. I went to a high school game two years ago. It was the first time I've been to a high school game in God knows when. Nobody shot a mid-range jumper. Right. It was all threes or layups. That was it. And whatever we say, that was the impact of Curry. Curry Agreed. led the best team of the last 25, 20 years, 25 years to three out of four titles. He is playing out of his mind this year in a year where it doesn't, his team is irrelevant. He's the best leader, probably. He's, if not the best leader in basketball at this point, he's right there. He's a great scorer. He's somewhere to me. I, I was surprised I had him that high, but that was just kind of where, like, I just kind of where I played it, where it played out. Okay. Well, you had said what? What surprises you? You're surprised. Yeah. I am surprised he's that high. 
I'm surprised he's actually below Moses for you. Yeah. Um, and well, in general. Well, Moses is also the number, I have Moses as the number five center of all time. I have Curry as kind of the number three or number four or whatever you want to put as a combo guard. You know, so not that we write it by positions per se. Right, that's what I was saying. But, all right, so that's my 20. Okay. My 19. Yeah, I'm not a Shaq guy, as you know. So, oh, no, I okay. 20 is Garnett. Which I'm surprised you have you uh, O'Neal over Garnett. Is it just because of championships? That's the big. He won six titles. Five, six titles. I have to. Okay. Um, would I rather have Shaquille or Garnett on my team? I'd rather have Garnett. But well, well you know, Garnett's my Clyde Drexler. So I, yeah. I'm. So yeah, I'm yeah. giving yours respect. You give mine crap. I gave so, yours 51st overall, my friend. <laughs> All right, I got Havlicek at 21, Pettit at 22. So Pettit is the highest. Pettit, Baylor, and West are the three highest, are kind of the non, of the non-centers are my three highest players of, of the pre or pre-era. Pippen, which hurts me at 23, which actually shocks me. I put him there. Isaiah at 24, Wade at 25, Barkley at 26, Nash at 27, Robinson at 28, and Kawhi at 29. Okay, so this is where you're going to get some questions. Not even yep. questions, just I, I, for, I'm not an Isaiah guy and never has been. That, okay. that, that's not where – and you, who would you – you had Isaiah over Wade, right? Yes. Okay, so that was one question. Why Isaiah over Wade? And then is John Havlicek the most underrated player in basketball history? Because I yes. think he might very well be. Yeah, we've been saying that for years. I mean, the guy won away from sixty was the best, second best player on probably five title teams. The best player on two or three others. He could run forever. He, he was an Iron Man. He was phenomenal. I mean, no, but I he, think what what I'm saying is is he by underrated. When you talk about the top, if you ask somebody, please name the top 20 to 25 players in basketball. He's never, he's never there. He, would, he is the one that will be most frequently missed in that top 25 category. He's never, he's never brought up because there've been so many people in Boston that he's never, he, he's never, he's never even discussed anymore. You'll even um, hear Cowens before you'll hear Havacek just because People remember Cowens and Havlicek was so quiet and did a little bit of everything. Cow yep. Havlicek was a if if your statement is correct based on what we talked about, Havlicek is a better Dave DeBusher. He yeah, he's a better all around player. He wasn't the rebounder that DeBusher was. No, but I'm he's saying the, he's the yeah. glue guy. He's the guy yeah. that everybody wanted on their team. Okay. So, oh, so why Dwayne Wade over – why Isaiah over Dwayne Wade? Oh, I just think he was a better player. Um, I think Isaiah led – give me one second. I think Isaiah was one of the toughest players. I think Isaiah is one of the toughest players of all time. I think he got crapped on a lot because he his team was hated. He, you know, he was not liked by Jordan, obviously leading to the, uh, to the Olympic snub of 92. But and remember, he only played ten years, and then he tore his ACL. He was done. Right, but that's all part of this, right? I mean, right. he did. He, no, he did not slow down at any point. He had no slowdown at any point. So 
the Isaiah, I think Isaiah between leadership, his, you know, his, his, his game in, was it, I guess it was 87 or 88 game six against the Lakers. We're on a pretty much busted ankle. He scores 25 in the fourth. I mean, he was incredible and people forgot him because he's a, he's a very similar player now in Chris Paul, except without the championship accolades, tough leader, great score, great player, top five, you know, bottom of the top five point guards to me. Um, of all time, which is really not exactly bottom of anything. Um, yeah, Wade, look, Wade is a Wade is a top five shooting guard of all time. You know, like, but Wade was other than nine, other than the team in 05, Wade was not the best player on any team that went to a title game, went to it that went anywhere. Or 06, I think they won it. You know, Wade became a supporting player for, for LeBron. Now, I mean, when you go, and it's not like his stats never, you know, we talk about the Jeter A-Rod, where Jeter took a step back to have A-Rod come in. Jeter still ended up with 3,600 hits. Yeah, Wade was very, very good. Wade was not at that level. So, yeah, I found myself confused by my Kawhi pick at 29, to be honest. I don't know if that's the right place. I, I have no idea where to put Kawhi in this list. Well, here's the thing about Kawhi. And look, we know what Kawhi has done. He's an All NBA player three times. He's won two NBA championships. He's only his won two NBA. He's only won two. Yeah. Wow, it feels like so much more. Right. So he's won two, and that may be why. Right. He won one with San Antonio, and 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 I debate. I mean, to me, I think you have Kawhi actually too high. Yeah, that's that's where I'm going with it. I think at this point yeah. here. I mean, Kawhi. Let, let me just run down some stats because I remember I, I want I was looking this up as we were going through it. Kawhi has averaged seventeen point seven points a game. That's it. He's, yeah, that does. I I know that doesn't do everything for Kawhi. I get it. No, I, no, I, I get it. Six rebounds, two and a half assists, one point eight steals. He's only been an All Star three times. He's been an All NBA player three times too. He's only been an all-star three times. No, again, I didn't look through all the stats on this. That, as I said, this is the problem with doing this list and trying to go back and forth. I do think I'd probably put him a little bit high. I believe he's on a list because he's also been one of the five best players in basketball the last five years. So in 2018-2019, he did 27-6-3. and three. Like, that's, that's a line, right? I mean, that's a ridiculous line. And then he averaged his last two years in San Antonio, twenty-one and twenty-five. He was so also defense. How many times did he win the defensive player of the year? Or he was just all defense. God knows. I think he was just all defense. I don't think he won defensive player of the year. He is two times Finals MVP. So I mean, there's that. So to I, I agree. I think Kawhi's legend is better than Kawhi. Exactly. The yeah. I, I, I'm kind of listening to that and saying, yeah, this is probably someone who belong who does belong on a list because, but he's not someone at that he belongs at that point. So I will happily take I'll take the I'll take the hit on that. Sure. Um, Happy to go. Right. Thirty through forty. Carl Malone. Who you don't? Who you think is an overrated player to begin with? Wait, Jason Stockton before or after Malone? After I didn't. I haven't said Stockton yet. No, okay. Jason Kidd, Rick Barry, George Mikan, John Stockton, Alan Iverson, Walt Frazier, 
James Harden. Oh, I don't have Harden on my list. Gary Payton, Kevin McHale. Okay, so Mike in as low as Mike in is is because of the competition? Yes. Okay. Is that why Elgin's lower? Again, I have Elgin at 14. I don't think I have I Elgin particularly low. I, I get it. Okay. Okay. Stockton, because he hasn't won a championship? There's this huge grouping of point guards where it is so difficult to make a make the right determination between Stockton, uh, Kidd, Peyton. They're all in this kind of yeah. – but the but difference yeah, I mean, is, but they're all, th and and here's why I ask you that. So you have Isaiah Isaiah Thomas, well above any of those other point guards. No, I have Isaiah. Yeah, I have Isaiah twenty four. I have uh, the you, next you have you definitely have a delineation between Isaiah and these this clump of great right. I do. So Peyton was a mate. I I loved. Gary Payton's game. Yeah. I think Gary Payton was the best defensive guard I've ever seen. Okay. Bar none. Isaiah led two teams to a title. Well, that's what my so, question is. Is yeah, it just it about a, championships? It, no, it's not just about championships, but it certainly plays a part. Kid was on one title team. He was certainly not the best player. He was Correct. well past his time at that point. Stockton went to two championships honestly passed his prime at that point when they yep. went and they didn't win. Peyton went to one title, went to, uh, Peyton did win a title with Miami 11 years mean. later, but that was way past his oh. prime. Yep. Now where I have the issue is Peyton was a better player than John Stockton yep. in my mind, but Stockton's statistics are so much better. It's hard. It's a hard, it's a hard thing. And I mean, I have them 30, I have them where, 34 versus 38. Not exactly a huge list. It's hard. I mean, it's hard to make. Look, in a one on one, from a defensive standpoint, of course you take Peyton. From a passing standpoint, from, from a passing standpoint, obviously you take Stockton. What do you call it? Was a better, re what's his name? Was a better, Peyton was a better uh, score. Stockton nope. did the same thing every single freaking time for 20 years and nobody could stop him. But so believe Payton, it or not, Gary Payton was nine times All NBA. First team? No, I don't know. I don't think so. Probably not. No, probably and first or second. First team, maybe two, maybe twice. Stockton may never have hit it. Stockton was eleven times All NBA. Pro yeah, again, probably not first team. You're probably right. Isaiah was five times. Isaiah played shorter period of time. I'm not. That doesn't. That doesn't phase me. He played 10 years. It wasn't like he played six. He didn't play Terrell Davis years. He played okay. 10 years. And then okay. he tore his ACL and he was done. Mm -hmm. I'm good with it. Okay. Uh, actually, it was his Achilles, not his ACL. I apologize. He tore his Achilles. Okay. 40 to 50. Yep. Kuzi. Yep. Chris Paul. David probably, the, probably the equivalent of Kuzi, by the way. You put Paul and Kuzi back to back. That's, yeah, I kind of like that one. Yeah, Dave Dave DeBusher, Dolph Shays, Anthony Davis. That's early. That's Maybe. really early for him. Well, he's been in the league eight years. 
Clyde Drexler. See, I didn't give Drexler. I did, I was very hold fair on, with Hold Drexler. on, hold on. What? Okay, finish your 50, and then I got questions. Giannis at 46. Ewing, Dwight Howard, Earl the Pearl, Ray Allen. Okay. Now, I am picking from an argument on 40 to 50 and understanding that probably 30 guys could go in this 40. Very to 50, well could have done it. Right. Okay. How I get you dealt with Isaiah in that he had an injury. So he was limited to 12 years. I get that. So he doesn't have the counting stats, right? I get that some of these older players like, Let's call Bob Cousy. Probably did not play more than 12 years, if I had to guess. How do you get around Anthony Davis only playing eight? And if you're dealing with an Anthony Davis only playing eight, there may be better players that only played eight. And by the way, I didn't think I heard Dr. – oh, I didn't hear Dr. J on there at all. Yes, he did. He was number 17. Oh, okay. I just missed him. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. I mean, I was like, wait a second. We're missing Dr. J here. Okay, so how do you get around Anthony Davis playing eight years? It's not the easiest thing in the world. But every time he has played, has he ever had a year under 20, under 23 and eight? I, he, I don't know the answer to that I'm question. Saying, I, I, I'm saying since he came into the league, has there been a – now, again, last year probably did a lot for me with him. And, again, maybe because – maybe I could have brought – I could have brought – a Walton or a Reggie Miller, or I mean, I Reggie Miller, I wouldn't have had. I wouldn't. I, I just or one of the or Gervin or Russell Westbrook, even from a career standpoint. And maybe I kind of just pre because what you know he what's his name? He's going to hit. Davis is going to be a top fifty most likely if it's all said and done. I just kind of jumped the curve a little bit. On yeah. It. Okay. Um, but that's really the reason. I I think. I, you know, him and Giannis, I mean, Giannis is a two-time MVP at age 25. I think I realize it's very early on, but you don't have too many two-time MVPs who are not going to make a top 50 list. No, and that's, that's fair. And, and, and that's completely fair. And if you want to jump, jump, that makes perfect sense. And if we were talking, if we were talking 2005, you'd probably have Derek Rose on this list. Or 2008, right? 2012 or 13. There's a potential when, that he was sorry when when he won no, the MVP. Had, no, but Rose was only playing for the league for four years when he won the MVP, and then two years later he was broken. So I he, he's been broken for almost a decade. As amazing as that sounds, um, look, it's to a degree it's arbitrary. I think I may have put my boy too low, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but I know you, you think Ewing should have been higher, which is fine, but I see him as, I see him as somewhere between eight and 10 from the centers of all time. I don't know how much higher he really should go. Um, he, you know, it's hard. Like, it's not an easy list. No, no, no. Like I said, the hardest part, quite frankly, the yeah, hardest part is picking enough people off. Is to there anyone, people. anyone significant that you think I missed? Besides Alex English, no. Alex English is not significant. <laughs> I I have a, 
you know, it's funny. I, I Dwight Howard in I know what he's done. He's played 16 years, right? And if you want to say, let's say at eight at the when he finished with the Lakers, I'm looking up his stats right now. So when he finished with the Lakers, the Lakers he played one more year with Houston he averaged 18 and 12, which is which is pretty damn good. Uh-huh. Yeah. So for those years, he averaged 18, 12. So that's from years 20 to 28. 18, 12 with a field goal percentage of 57%. And the reason why I bring that up is because I was comparing him to Willis Reed, and who you don't have on your list. I don't. Right. And Willis Reed, so just remember that, 18 and 12, right? Willis Reed's probably right there. Willis Reed is, yes, he's definitely right there. Um, I believe Willis Reed is 19 and 13. Same. So I I – who has won two championships, right? So you're – Yeah. Look, I get it. As I said, there there are arguments you can make on all directions. Sure. Howard was also the best center in basketball for about seven years. Think about it. Now, again, that may be an antiquated position. Right. But no, I get, I, I got you, and that makes all sense. Reed, would, Reed, for better or for worse, at absolute best. Now, and that that may be a completely unfair argument because Reed was going against two top 10, ten guys with Russell and Chamberlain. He had the end yep. of Al Cinder, the beginning of Al Cinder. He had guys like Nate Thurman, who is a Hall of Famer, and well, someone who was yeah. on the list, who was right off, who probably would have, I'm surprised actually didn't make the top 50 list, you know, then. Um, no, Thurman made the list. Did he? Oh, for some reason, yep. I don't. Oh, yes, he did. I'm sorry. But, I mean, again, so Hall of Famer. Walt Bellamy was a very good center. It was more of a center league back then. And despite the goofy look, would I rather have Willis Reed? Again, this, this, the arguments become arbitrary in certain regards. Right. And I said you could probably fit 30 people on your 40 oh, yeah. to 50 list, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean look, we could, you could have done a top 100 and number 100, number 90 through 100, you would have come up with 100 with 20 arguments against. Yep. No, you're absolutely no. right. But, and I didn't, I really didn't go hardcore through stats because, well, I have a career and a family and I can't put three hours into this, but I was just kind of thinking like what I was trying to think of is who would I rather have now? Again, would I rather have Reed Reed than Howard? Probably. Um, But again, he was the best. You kind of compare a couple of things. Howard was the best of his era. Reed was not whatever you want to call it. Uh, There's the dog. So, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a, it is arbitrary up to, it, 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 it's a science up to a certain point and then it's an art and then it becomes arbitrary. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you wanted to tell me that you thought Alex English was better than Clyde Drexler. <laughs> okay. But you're doing but I, it despite, you're doing it despite me and I get it and respect <laughs> it. But, uh, you know. I, Look, we, all, we, we can all poke the bear so many times. Yeah. So hate the player, love the game. I got you. So next week we have our NFL preview, uh, NFL draft preview. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, that's two very different things. 
hopefully this time that time you'll actually do a list in order yeah <laughs> yeah and uh we're not exactly sure on the time but we'll get that uh to facebook as soon as we we can but uh we're not sure on the time uh but we'll definitely have all of our i guarantee you we will get one and two right that and maybe three but other than that, no, no, the radio show I was on, you'll, you'll appreciate this. The radio show I was on this morning. So I was on yeah. a, a Gary Hart show from 1020 to 1040. And his first comment is, I think all these quarterbacks are overrated. And he, got, and he started with that. It was, a, it was an interesting discussion. You should check it out. Um, and he goes, look, they have to take, I go, look, you, you traded Darnold. You have no choice. But both, but you know the guy who I Sean who I host my show with, and you know we were. I don't know if I would have traded him for a two and a four. I would have rather kept. But the problem is, what do you need? Right. Like what you need, just need a little bit of everything. But you're not going to take a offensive tackle because you took you took Beckton. You're not going to take. I mean, you're going to take a tight end number two. Well, you'll find out what I think next week. Well, I know what you. I, I know what you think. I think you, you think you're taking uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah, so. be, better. be better. Okay, we'll get you more next week. Uh, that's that's Seth Caymans. I'm Sean Paul. Yeah, I got it right. Yeah, there you go. And we'll check you guys next week with our NFL draft preview. Stay tuned to Facebook and Twitter. See ya. Good one, everybody.